to Young and Wife Up. This is Marcella. And I'm Gabby. And thanks for joining us this week for another episode. We're going to be talking about a lot of really fun things today. So there's going to be a ton of links for you to check out on the Young and Wifed Up website. So make sure you look up youngandwifedup.com once you're done listening to get all the links for today's episode. Okay, have you been seeing that um that drink on TikTok, that Starbucks drink that's like a chai latte with the pumpkin cream cold foam. Yes, I tried ordering it the other day and they were like, we're all out of pumpkin cream cold foam. And I was like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> like they were mad at me. Probably because every, okay, yeah, because I was going to ask if you've tried it because I was like, oh, that looks kind of good. I couldn't try it because the lady yelled at me. Oh, wow. Okay. I know, but then I also had mercy for her because I'm like, that poor thing's like, okay, what's next, basic white girl? You I know, know what I yeah. Mean? And I was like, I'll just take a, a pumpkin spice latte ice. <laughs> <laughs> i don't really like their pumpkin spice lattes i much they're prefer okay. their, i like their pumpkin cream cold cold brews the best with the cold foam on it yeah they're not my favorite either you know who makes a really good iced pumpkin spice latte is sagebrush right by our apartment oh i've it never is, tried it. it is so good it's not too sweet hmm. it's kind of like it's not bitter i can't explain it's like more pumpkin-y than like sugar and that's what i want you know what i mean oh okay anyway so it's bomb yeah i usually i like usually don't order coffee from there i usually get their rose milk tea which is so good oh my gosh like i need to learn how to make my own but what i have been making myself is this like really bomb matcha latte which you tried the other day it was so good an yeah. ice latte right yes ice latte so i i ordered like matcha powder off of amazon with like a milk frother and like all this stuff not the handheld one but like the one that's like you like put the little pitcher into the base and then it does yeah. it has like the whisk inside so anyway so I don't know. I just, I can't do coffee. It like makes me super sick. I like briefly talked about this on my Insta stories the other day that it just makes me so ill. Like I used to be able to drink coffee and now I can't anymore Mm -hmm. for some reason. Um, It like I drink half a cup of coffee and I'm sick. Like it's that bad. I'm so sorry. I'm like having deja vu. I feel like I've talked about this before. You might have. (laughs) I'm having made like you were sitting right there. Okay. But I was sitting here. here. I've never sat. I'm here. having major deja vu. This is really so. I'm strange. sitting on the couch right now because okay, we're kind of sitting weird because usually we sit like right Facing, across from each other. Yeah, at my husband's desk that he rolls out into our living room because we have a one bedroom apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sitting on the couch right now, so there's no way that this has ever happened to you before, unless it wasn't a dream. But I am. <laughs> battling a nasty UTI right now, like TMI, but it's honestly killing my vibe so bad. <laughs> like, it's been since Sunday and it got really bad, like it escalated yesterday on Wednesday. And so I was like, oh, well, I should go to the emergency room. Well, not the emergency room, to the urgent care. And so now I'm on antibiotics and I'm supposed to be resting, whatever. Anyway, so I'm sitting on the couch. And I'm in a lot of pain, but I want to talk about all the cozy vibes today. So we are still going to record a podcast no matter what affliction has, has fallen upon me. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. so the reason we're going to we're going to be doing a really fun podcast today. Um, we are celebrating our 20th episode. Can you believe it's been 20 episodes already? I really can't. 
it I was telling mom yesterday and she was like, there's no way we've already done 20, but we have. And it's been so much fun. We've really enjoyed creating this for you guys and all of the relationships that we've cultivated from it. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys for all the support. And today we're going to be talking about our 20 fall favorites, 20 for the 20th episode. It's actually only 10, but we're each doing it's 10 per it's 10, (laughs) 10 per which will end up making 20. (laughs) Yeah. Easy math. We can do math. (laughs) So um, before we get into our episode, we're going to take a quick break. Whether we like it or not, what we do online affects our lives offline. Especially now that we are starting to raise our own families. Not only do we want to teach our children to use the internet with integrity, but we also want to guide our own hearts and remain pure online. Covenant Eyes is the leading force in internet and screen accountability software. Start your 30-day free trial today with the promo code YOUNGANDWIFEDUP. You can activate the Covenant Eyes software on all your electronic devices. Begin your journey in providing protection and encouraging accountability by clicking on the link on our website at youngandwifeduck.com. Okay, fam. I'm so excited. So, again, lots of links for you guys to look up after this. So Many links, we've yes. Com- we've compiled all of them for you on the website, hopefully. Future Gabby is going to do that. <laughs> She has not done it yet, but future Gabby will (laughs) probably tonight or tomorrow. So, okay. Our first fall favorite is our current favorite fall drink. So I'll go first. Um, I'm a simple woman. (laughs) I don't need like the milk frother, the, Mm. the 20 different syrups. I just like, give me something easy I could do in the morning. Cause usually i'm not trying to like spend 20 minutes making a drink you feel me so if you're a busy woman like me this might be a good option for you especially if you are dairy free like i am so i just like a nice cup of hot coffee which finally the weather is we're pretending that it's changing it's getting it's a little cooler today. it is is getting cooler 85 instead of 95 and so i've switched (laughs) from my iced coffee to my hot coffee so i'm having hot coffee with the seasonal pumpkin spice almond creamer by silk and the reason i like this it is so bomb it is not too overpowering and sugary just like Mm. all the other silk almond milk creamers if you guys haven't already had it it's so bomb and it's not so overpowering but it's just sweet enough and it has that nice pumpkin flavor and then i also just sprinkle pumpkin spice on top like a little like you know the powder pumpkin spice yeah anyway it's so easy and it's so good and i still get my fall vibes but without all of the sugar or the dairy or the consequences yeah (laughs) so there's still sugar in it i wish they did have a sugar-free option but honestly like it's worth it and it's way less sugar than if you had gone to starbucks and got it oh yeah or if you just opt for like a regular creamer so Mm -hmm. anyway that's my favorite my current favorite fall drink what's yours yeah so i would have that except for like i mentioned earlier i can't have like regular coffee i guess i could do decaf but yeah uh, it's not the same i'm i i like tea so i guess if i can opt for tea i would so i got last year last fall i got trader joe's harvest blend herbal tea it's so good it's like cinnamony Mm. apple spicy nutmeg like wow that's all of the fall things are like wrapped up in a tea i need to go to trader joe's so bad dude like we tried to go on tuesday but there's always been a line i know there's like 20 people outside waiting but i need to go like the butt crack of dawn right when it opens (laughs) and just get my seasonal stuff i think that's where the senior citizens go oh dang it 
I think, I don't know, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. <laughs> anyway, so you're saying about the tea. Anyway, the tea is super good. I usually just, you know, you steep it like it directs you to, and then I have it with honey, and that it, that's really good if you can't have, like, caffeine, like, afternoon or yeah. whatever, like, if you know it's going to, like, keep you up at night, and herbal tea is a nice alternative, and it's good, like, right before bed, just having, like, a nice cup of hot tea tea um oh it's just bomb it's really bomb okay next thing we're gonna go over our favorite fall recipe i don't know if this is very specific to fall i I guess yours is it's just more like cold weather like the beginning of the beginning of cold weather yeah 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 type so mine is gonna be a creamy tomato soup and i make it in the instant pot and i actually just made it for the first time on monday so my um one of my elders wives um she's been so sweet she has had a bountiful garden of tomatoes and jalapenos and other peppers and she's been bringing all the ladies at the church like mountains mm. of produce <laughs> every sunday wow. so i had the all goals. these tomatoes and dude they're so good they're so fresh and like just sweet enough like just the way you want a tomato right Mm -hmm. so i was like you know what i want to really tackle this creamy tomato soup that i've been saving i have like this ebook i'll link it to anybody that has an instant pot it was literally two dollars and it says 600 plus recipes for the instant pot and it's an ebook and so this is one of the recipes that i've had bookmarked for a long time but i've kind of I don't know. I've been putting it off because I thought it would be too much work. It is a little time consuming. Like I think it at the most, it took me an hour because there's uh, several steps. But if you're doing like a slow night at home and you want to do like a nice dinner, it is perfect for that. So super easy. You can use canned um, tomatoes. But in this instant, I use um, the fresh ones from my friend who gave us those tomatoes. And you saute some onions and garlic on the saute function on the Instant Pot. And then you put all the spices, the diced tomatoes and chicken broth. And then you pressure cook it for 15 minutes. And then you blend it in a big blender. So you would have to have a blender. And thank goodness, I've, I mm. just bought a blender. I'm an adult, obviously. Do you have an immersion blender? I don't have. They they actually um, recommend that you use an immersion blender. But mine's just a regular run-of-the-mill. You could like, have borrowed mine. It's okay. Well, it, work, it worked just great okay. anyway. There was no issues. So I use my blender to blend it up to make it really smooth. And then at the end, you add heavy cream. Or I opted for coconut cream because... Um, I'm dairy free. So it was so, so, so good. It You could smell the flavors, like the spices and m- most of the ingredients I already had. Mm. Like the only thing I had to get was like an onion because I had everything else. And I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, I could have made this a long time ago. So it's really simple. Um, it just takes like a little while because of the pressure cooking and then you do have to blend it. And but um, I just bought like a French baguette and then Ryan wanted goldfish because <laughs> he's a simple man. And he just wants some goldfish. And his, <laughs> he just wants the cheddar cheese goldfish and his tomato soup, which I mean, I had a little bit, too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so good. So, yeah, we had that for dinner on Monday and it was so bomb. So I'm going to make sure to link that recipe and also the instant pot cook cook ebook because it was just. It's just so it's a little overwhelming. That's why I haven't really made anything yeah, from 600 recipes. It's like, where do you start? So recently <laughs> I just bookmarked a bunch of the ones that I oh, really nice. want to try so yeah. that when I want something like that, I can just go to the bookmark. So anyway, what is your current favorite um, fall recipe? Um, so this is something that I 
I made recently also. I made this slow cooker like Tuscan chicken and it's um it's like a creamy Tuscan chicken. Yum. So you get um you get the bone in chicken thighs. Okay. Skinless pref- uh, preferably. Mm-hmm. And it has like um you can do like sun-dried tomatoes. You can also put some spinach in at the very end to kind of like wilt them down. Spinach is really good in it. Um, but it like it comes with this like creamy like you have to make like this creamy like parmesan sauce. It's mm-hmm. so bomb. I'm sure there's some way that you can make it like dairy free, but I did the whole like heavy cream. Hey, like I went in with the dairy. <laughs> um, so I usually with chicken recipes like that, I like to do that with like risotto, um, which I don't make. I don't usually like to make risotto like from scratch. I just get like they have some really good like bagged risotto options yeah. at Vons, yeah. which are just bomb. And then the last time that I made it, I actually made it with stuffed mushrooms. So like mushrooms, you can like do cheese inside the mushrooms, like Parmesan cheese or like mozzarella cheese, some spinach as well, drizzle some olive oil, put on a baking sheet, bake it. Awesome. Where did you so get that good. recipe from? Pinterest? I got it off of Pinterest. Yeah. And it was, I guess it was the most time consuming. Obviously, it's a slow cooker. So it's yeah. going <laughs> to, you'd have to start it earlier in the day. Yeah. Um, but like making the, making the sauce kind of took a little while. Oh, but okay. even that was kind of quick. So as far as like prep time goes, it's pretty fast. So nice. It's just that it's sounds so bomb. good. Yeah. So speaking of food, let's move, move on to our favorite fall dessert. So I'm going to talk about a gluten free pumpkin bread that I swear by. It's my go to pumpkin bread recipe. And OK, you ha- OK, if you're going to opt for a gluten free bread, you cannot expect it to have the same consistency as mm. regular pumpkin bread. Is it not quite as moist? It's moist but it's also very dense so you have to do thinner slices so i recommend so this is my like hack for doing the really good gluten-free bread is to cut a slice for yourself and put it in the toaster so it's a little crispy and then it's still like moist on the inside so that's kind of like my hack to so that it's not it's okay would you just eat a a um slice of sourdough bread just like straight no, you would put Probably butter not. on it yeah, or you'd you toast, toast it. it. So it's kind of like the same type oh, of thing okay. with this with this Got pumpkin it. bread, but it's super, super good. And I love to put a little bit of my earth balance butter on that, too. So this is super easy. Um, the only ingredients you need, which, again, you could probably you probably already have it in your cabinet, especially if you're buying a bunch of seasonal stuff right now. Mm. You need a can of pumpkin, maple syrup, baking soda, pumpkin <clears throat> pie spice, eggs and oats. That's it. Mm. It's so easy. Six ingredients. And in order to make it um, the oats like nice and small, you would you want to like make uh, sorry, I'm like losing track. You're going to combine all the combedients. You're going to combine (laughs) guys. I'm having a stroke. You're going to combine all the ingredients in a bowl and then you're going to want to blend it in your blender so it's really smooth before you put it in. But it is really good, especially if you have uh, or if you're one of your kids has a gluten sensitivity. This is a really good option so you can still enjoy gluten free bread and there's no sugar. There's just you can do like the um, sugar free maple syrup or you can just do like the straight raw like heavy maple syrup. That's what I do. 
Um, and it is so good. It's just sweet enough and it has all the pumpkin taste that you want out of pumpkin bread. So what's nice. your favorite? Um, so mine is very simple. I like the pumpkin bread a lot. I like like carrot cake. I didn't used to like carrot cake. So all that stuff, like, you know, all the typical like fall desserts I'm very into. But I went with candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> This has been you since childhood. Oh, honestly. yeah. If I could eat candy corn year round. In fact, I did one time like a yeah. couple of years ago. I literally bought candy corn on Amazon because <laughs> I was so desperate <laughs> for it. And they don't sell it unless it's like during like Halloween. Yeah. And that's like time of year. Um, I don't know. I know like it's a vi- there's a huge debate on like if candy corn is so disgusting or like if people really like, I like it. it. It's pretty split down the middle. I, I like, like it. you really like it or you really don't. Because I know yeah. some people who are like, Ugh, like that is so gross. DM us on Instagram. Tell us if you're candy oh, yeah. corn positive or ba- candy corn negative. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my favorite. I, that Yeah, that's the one that, that I chose hilarious. for fall dessert. Yeah. Okay, so with the the weather changing, there's especially if we live in a drier climate like we do, there's something that we have to do in our skincare to kind of up our game. So the only thing that I've changed is I'm because so usually I only moisturize in the morning or before I put my sunscreen on Mm -hmm. and then I'll maybe do a small amount of moisturizer before I go to bed. But recently i've been doing like a lot of moisturizer before i go to bed and then i use my new jade roller that i got from earth hero and so it has actually made a difference in how my skin feels Mm -hmm. like using the jade roller with my moisturizer because it's like pushing the the product into my pores into my skin into my fine lines and everything is getting covered. Mm-hmm. And so I have seen and I've seen a reduction of inflammation in my skin. Yeah. Especially around my cheek and eye area because I always have really big eye bags. Yeah. And I could sleep perfectly. You and keep I it sh- in the fridge, right? I keep it. I keep it in the freezer. Oh, I wow. want it even that's colder. Like, that's like another level. <laughs> yeah, I keep it in the freezer because I want it ice cold because it really, really shocks my skin and like helps my redness and inflammation. So yeah. I highly recommend. I know Marcel recommended it in our skincare episode, but now I am here to testify that I also it's bomb. am a believer in the jade roller. So yeah. you can get you can honestly get jade rollers anywhere these days. Just make sure it's a real one and not like a fake tacky one. Like I probably wouldn't get one at Ross <laughs> or right. anything. So I got mine on Earth off of Earth Hero and you can use our 10% off for that as well. Mm-hmm. But I know Target has it and a couple other places. I know you can get some on Amazon. Yeah, I got mine off of Amazon. Yeah, so you can honestly get them anywhere as long as it's a real jade um, stone. Mm-hmm. So you just have to verify that. Yeah, that it's even better if you can get a jade roller and gua sha set. Oh, yes. The, yeah, if you don't know what that is, it's G-U-A-S-H-U-A. It's like um, it's a, it, it you can get like with the jade stone also, but it's mm-hmm. shaped a little bit differently and it has contours and the stone to kind of like help almost like a facial massage tool. Yeah. It's similar to a jade roller, but it's not like a roller. It's kind of hard to explain. You might just have to look it up. Um, okay, so for me, as far as skincare goes, um, I kind of bounce back and forth between a few things, but I do really like hydrating masks. So there's one that I've been using recently. It's um, it's from the company called Belief, and it's their Aqua Bomb sleeping mask. It's in a blue glass jar. Um, it's not, I don't know, like, I guess it's kind of a little pricey. It's not cheap, that's for sure. It's like, like 30, much, oh. it's like 30 something. Okay, so it's an investment. Yeah. But you're it, not using it all the time. 
Um, Are you? <laughs> no, I'll I use it most of the time, but not all the time. Okay. Um, but it's it's almost like this gel like consistency. When mm. you open the jar, it doesn't look like there's a lot of product, but a little goes a long way. So I guess it does. It does last quite a while. Okay. Um, but I I love it. You can you, there's like several ways you can use it. You can use it like as a moisturizer at the end of the night. So like usually if my skin's like really suffering, like I'll mm. put that on like at the end of my skincare and then before like maybe an oil. Um, or there's an option to like kind of double up on the layer and use it as a mask and you keep it on for like 30 minutes or something like that okay. and then you can wash it off. So it does get a little bit sticky. So if that feeling bothers you, you might want to do like the mask option instead of like keeping it on for the whole night. But right. I don't mind. Um, and it's been really good. There's like a lot of humectants in it, which means it like helps your skin hang on to the moisture. Right, it binds it. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's been a, a favorite of mine. And like I said, I kind of bounce back and forth. But currently, that's the one that I've been using. Nice. Okay, so next we're going to talk about um, our favorite fall decor shops. And this can, I guess it can be kind of like, duh. <laughs> but, yeah. but we both have very specific reasons. So my philosophy with any type of seasonal decor is to get pieces that are not trendy mm. and to get pieces that I know I can use year after year. Yeah. So usually what I end up doing is I get like two or three new seasonal pieces and that's it. And then I just reuse whatever I have before. And I feel like there is, I was listening to a podcast the other day. It was one of my zero waste podcasts that I like listening to. And they were talking about how much waste is generated in like cheap decor like seasonal mm. seasonal decor and i was just like oh wow that is so true so i've really tried to be very mindful of what i'm buying is good quality it's going to last it's not just something i can toss after yeah after the season's over and something that isn't trendy so that it doesn't go out of style so i don't feel like i have to buy a whole new thing of seasonal decor so yeah I think my decor is very simple. Like the way I stay off of the trendy train is by buying neutral things, mm -hmm. always buying neutral colors. Same. That way, if color palettes change with the fall, I can maybe buy like just change up a, a blanket yeah. or change mm -hmm. up the flowers or whatever. So anyway, that's my philosophy with fall decor and any seasonal decor um, period. So my favorite place to get fall decor when I get my my couple pieces for the season is Marshall's. And this is why. So obviously home goods would maybe have more options, mm -hmm. but I don't know about you, but I get extremely overwhelmed in home goods. One, there's usually tons of people, especially in the seasonal sections. Yeah. And it's so spread out throughout the store that you kind of have to hunt for very specific things. Why I like going to a place like Marshall's or TJ Maxx is it's the same exact decor that Home Goods would have. Yeah. But it's all condensed in one area of the store. <clears throat> right. And if people are more spread out. People are not just there for decor. People are there for clothes or shoes or other things. So that's not super crowded in those aisles. So if you have like store anxiety like I do, <laughs> this is probably like your best bet is to go to a smaller a shop that doesn't have a the whole store isn't just a home decor store. Yeah, no, that's a good tip. And two, Marshalls and TJ Maxx usually have better prices than home goods that I've found that they've they mark down or have their clearance section is a lot bigger than home goods. So 
I honestly mm. like that's usually my hack. I don't even try to go to Home Goods any anymore for for seasonal stuff because I just get overwhelmed and then I end up spending more money when I could have spent less at Marshalls or TJ mm. Maxx and have the same quality decor. So, what is your um, philosophy and where do you get your decor from? Um, I definitely I feel the same as you as far as like the neutral like holiday decor goes. Yeah. Like even like my Christmas stuff is it's all neutral i don't do like the red and green like i can't (laughs) no no can't do it and if you do that's your jam (laughs) it's just not our jam (laughs) whoops we just lost half of our audience but wait i love my red and green green. (laughs) i'm so sorry i'm not really stuck up um (laughs) so like yeah the same thing like i i like a lot of the neutral colors like during you know the fall season yeah but like i'm even looking at like your little floral bouquet right there like yeah yeah that's like that's my jam like i like to add the pops of color in like with the florals and or like you know i even go for fake flowers you know that you can make them look it is more sustainable to buy fake flowers than real flowers because real flowers die and they stink up your house they they smell so bad they literally destroy my life (laughs) so i if you get fake flowers that are neutral then you can reuse them every season that's true you know yeah so i got okay so i went to michael's that's my store um i think it's better than i don't know i can't even think of another like um hobby lobby eh, i don't don't know know. i didn't really look there i didn't look at hobby i had really good luck at michael's um i wish i would have went a little bit sooner i think they were out of a few things that i was looking for specifically but i did get quite a few like neutral more like fall grass type items um which is like right up my alley so yeah i already have quite a lot of like um like stock of like holiday decor or like um fall decor items and so i didn't want to get more pumpkins and like all because i have quite a quite a bit of that already yeah um so i decided to do like a lot of like floral arrangements and grass. it turned out really nice i think yeah it, it did what it needed to do for yeah and i and i'm definitely not like an over-the-top like decoration like as far as like holiday like seasonal decor goes i'm not over the top i want it to blend in with the environment mm-hmm. but there's like just pops of like fall here and there that just makes it and yeah. you can change those items out depending on the season so yeah and another tip that has really helped me and i don't even remember where i got this from i think it was somebody's youtube video i just can't remember who it was is that instead of adding to your decor that you already have you're replacing like okay so on my coffee stand i have like quite a few things and so what i would do is i would take away my fake plant or like my fake succulent mm. and put a pumpkin there in its yeah. place and then i would put the succulent away in a box yeah. and then so you're switching out things so that Instead it doesn't of, look so cluttered yes. and overwhelming no that's perfect yeah that's exactly what i did with with my stuff like i took out some of like the more green like greenery things and i replaced them with more of like the browns the neutrals the beige beiges like all the like the grassy more the grassy type stuff yeah because i guess like during springtime i can like replace things yeah I can, you just rotate through stuff yeah yeah that's, awesome. that's a really good point okay so next we're going to talk about our what movies we must watch or tv shows that are like a must watch especially for it is spooky season and spooky season is where i thrive this is where i live everybody <laughs> in my life knows that i october is my month <laughs> yes so okay 
my thing is every October I have to binge basically anything made by Tim Burton. Mm. It is my jam. Anything that's like um, made by him. It's essentially on my to watch list in October. So examples are Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas, which is probably a more obvious one. Um, Edward Scissorhands, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. I forced Ryan to watch it last October and he was like, it's not going to be good. And we were both like weepy at the end because it is so it is such Wait, a touching that's story not made by. Yes, it is. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's stupid. And then um also Alice in Wonderland, the um live action Alice oh, in Wonderland. So good. And Corpse Bride, um, also a Tim Burton favorite. And then I just watched, which is also Tim Burton, um, and Disney made Frankenweenie. And it is so good, so cute. It's definitely creepy. It has all the vibes that I need out of a creepy claymation movie. I haven't seen that one but yet. But the story was so good. Like, I was captivated by it. So if you are into, like, the Tim Burton style or claymation or just, like, spooky movies in general, um, that I would definitely recommend Frank and Weenie. It was so cute. Definitely. I wouldn't watch it with kids because even though it's, like, mm. Disney, it's very mature mm, <laughs> so yeah. i probably wouldn't watch it with kids so what do you watch during the spooky season um so i went with the lemony snicket series on netflix nice i am a poser by the way i've never read the books i've <laughs> never i've never watched the movies actually i've never seen any of uh, or read any of the stuff for the unfortunate you know series mm -hmm. of events series outside of this netflix series and i don't know i like i stumbled upon it a couple of years ago when jen and i were living at another apartment and i was like oh okay because i was like in the mood like for yeah. something you know it was getting colder it was raining i was like oh this is like my vibe i want to like yeah. get into this so i decided to watch it and i was like i don't know like the aesthetic is like it's just so good. Like, I can't even really explain. Like, you just have to watch it. Okay. And, I like, I just, I don't know, like, you know, having that on, TV in the background, making some pork chops for dinner. Like. Wow. I don't know. Vibes. It's like a vibe for me. Yes. I really like it. And, like I said, I'm a poser. I know nothing about, like, it's the okay. background of the series. <laughs> you can but I really like the series. So, it's, yeah. Another thing it. that Marcel and I would both agree on is to binge the Twilight series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just get past the first movie. I know yes. it's awful. The first movie is trash, but you have to watch it so you can understand, but then watch the rest and it is so good. It is pretty good, yeah. And I know we're going to get backlash for it, but honestly, come on, guys. Like, you've never been curious <laughs> to watch Twilight. It is so good. Like, uh, and the music, the soundtrack, especially mm. in New Moon. New Moon soundtrack is, oh, it's so good. And it's She's all, way more diehard than I I'm am. I'm super diehard. <laughs> <laughs> diehard twilight fan from the beginning oh yeah i even saw the breaking dawn part two oh, at the Arclight right. theater at midnight, like midnight premiere yeah. oh yeah i was super yeah i'm yeah i love you're twilight. one of those it's okay i'm willing i'm willing and able to admit that i'm a twilight <laughs> fan whatever <laughs> okay next thing that we want to talk about is music moody moody music <laughs> <laughs> so I guess there is certain music that I think can get me into a fall, like, vibe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but I listen to this band all year round, no matter what. And it's my favorite, favorite band of all time. And they're, the band is called Turnover. And I try to figure out, like, how to explain the genre. Because it's very specific. It's like 
it's okay. They on the Wikipedia it says indie rock, but when I when I hear the word indie rock, I think of something that is totally not turnover and not something that I would mm. ever listen to. So the secondary genre that's like a subgenre is called dream pop. And it's honestly exactly how I would describe turnover. It's dream pop. It's very like melodic guitar. The guy has a very smooth voice. It's very moody. I love, especially Ryan was a sweetheart. He got me all of their albums on vinyl for my birthday. And I cannot wait to break them out when it's raining. Oh, I'm so excited. It's just that music puts me in such a calm mood and also just like, it's kind of it's nostalgic to me in a weird way because I've only been listening to them since Ryan and I started dating mm. and he's the one that introduced me to turnover. Oh, okay. And so I think it's nostalgic to me in that way where like it kind of brings me back to like when we were first dating and he was showing me his favorite music and I fell in love with turnover, but I have yet to see them live and that is my dream. I would literally cry my eyes out if I saw turnover live. But anyway, so you guys should look them up and there's no there's no explicit contact. They're not a Christian band, but they are definitely not like immoral. Are they family friendly? They're definitely family friendly. I would I would listen to them in front of kids. Okay, yeah. cool. They're Good just like they're just like really nice and like storytelling and it's just like oh it's so good anyway who do you who are you listening to right now um well i'm not listening to them right now i need to wait for it to get a little bit colder wow you know um but i i gravitate towards more like instrumental music around this time of year especially when it's you know starting to get a little bit colder so i'm very into like modern piano like instrumental artists um not the cheesy ones because they are out there and they make me cringe and i can't stand them these are (laughs) these guys are not cheesy at all so two that i thought of specifically that like every single piece that they compose produce like the whole thing it just They've never disappointed me with any of their music that they've come out with. And the first guy is Nils Fromm. I'm probably butchering his name and I'm going to butcher the next guy also. (laughs) And the other guy is Joep Beving. Um, They're both on Spotify if you want to look them up. And obviously, like, we'll have the names on the website because I, yeah, it's hard to figure out how to spell it (laughs) by just listening to it. Um, But I don't know. Like, Nils Fromm is a little bit on, like the darker side of it but then joe beving he's like it's so hard to explain his music is a little bit more like almost like whimsically sad Hmm, his piano stuff it's it's just so beautiful you have to listen to it um if you're in the mood to like cry your eyes out i think nils from is a good one perfect I'll save that for my um, next crying session. Yes. Um, but yeah, those are like my go-tos like when it comes to like fall. Awesome. I fall can't weather. wait to listen. I might want to see if they have arrangements that I can learn. Oh, yeah. I Gorgeous. always love a modern Gorgeous. contemporary yes. piano. And it's not cheesy. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Next, we're going to talk about a book that you can read, I guess, any time of the year, but like more cozy vibes book <laughs> like um <laughs> so you have i don't think so you have your vibes. so you have your modern piano music on in the background you have your drink that we talked about and your you herbal tea your herbal tea or your coffee with your pumpkin spice and you got everything situated you took all of our advice <laughs> you have the creamy tomato soup cooking <laughs> so now you're gonna curl up with a good book so this book i'm so excited to recommend it is phenomenal like i have not read 
a book that has captivated me like this in a long time. And it's a fictional book, um, but it is based upon a person that truly lived and her story. Um, and it was actually, interestingly, I was lent this book by Ryan's grandma, Mary. So thank you, grandma Mary. If you ever listen to this, mm. she recommended me this book. And so she let me borrow it and it is just so good. So it's called The Event Invention of Wings and actually made like Oprah's like top reading list, which I guess is like a badge of honor for books, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Um, but anyway, it is a historical novel by Sue Monk Kidd. And I'm going to just read this, the summary really quick for you. So the story is a fictionalized account of the life of the real life abolitionist Sarah Grimke and her sister Nina. And it's about them and their family slave named Handful. So Sarah, um, the abolitionist, lives in Charleston, South Carolina, and it is basically uh, journal entries of her and the slave talking back and forth and their perspectives oh. on their life as children. And it is so phenomenal. It's a it's OK. I've never read a book like this before. Each chapter is going back and forth between handful the slave mm -hmm. and um sarah the girl that has she's the master essentially of mm -hmm. the slave so anyway it is just so good i don't want to give too many details but it's just um i i read it while listening to the audiobook and it really kind of brought to life mm -hmm. um the voices and the characters and so i highly recommend the invention of wings it's really good and it is about a real life ab abolitionist when she was a child i'm gonna have to check that out it's really good i've been like uh, i've been wanting to get back into books like that especially like period yes books. yeah i think i'll probably put that on my list okay so this is definitely not like fall inspired at all but i guess it's good if you are like you know, wanting to slow down, you're wanting to get back into reading something a little bit more educational, you're wanting to pick up on a new skill. So there's this book that I read um, a couple of years ago called Fluent Forever by Gabriel Weiner. Mm -hmm. And this guy, he's um, he speaks six languages fluently and wow. he never he never learned anything in school. He did this like all on his own. And I read through the whole book because I think at some point I'd like to like be fluent in, you know, maybe Spanish and, you know, we know a little bit, but like we have conversation. Lost most of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I blame my mother <laughs> or our grandparents because uh, yeah. they never taught our mom. <laughs> There's a lot of people us. in our family to blame for the reason we are not fluent in Spanish. <laughs> We're not going to take any uh, personal responsibility because we were willing. We really were. And we're still willing. So it's their fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the, the, I don't know like how to explain. You're just going to have to read it. If you're interested in learning a new language and not going about it like necessarily the traditional way, mm. this guy, he has like a theory and, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? a theory a method okay of learning new languages that is like nothing that i've ever like heard in my entire life but it makes sense and it's pretty jam-packed with a lot of information so it's not like it's definitely not an easy read like it's way there's so much information in it but 
Um, I think like once I have like more time on my hands and I want to get back into learning Spanish, I'll yeah. definitely be like using his methods because it's just he goes over so much detail and things you would never think about. And it's not just like learning a new language. It's like getting the accent right. Like get it like all mm-hmm. of those different things. So yeah, definitely check that out. Wow, that's awesome. I want to check that out as well. So we have two more. We're doing really good on time. Wow. Bless the Lord. Okay. <laughs> so um, our ninth recommendation, well, or our 16th, <laughs> 18th, is um, a date night idea. So a fall-inspired date night idea. So for Ryan and I, we are huge horror fans. Horror, thriller, like you name it. We're into not it. Not me. <laughs> yeah, definitely not Marcel. Not me at all. It's okay. Judd can come and have date There are certain things that I refuse to watch when it comes to horror and that because it like triggers me like anything with like demonic things. Oh, yeah. Heck no. But like, I don't know. Anything else is kind of, or if it's like insane amount of gore, I just don't really would. I just don't want to watch a whole lot of gore. Like I don't like Saw and stuff like that. Ooh, but yeah. Anyway, so um, if you have a scary movie that you've been wanting to watch or a thriller, um, one that I recently watched, which is one of my favorite alien movies, is Super 8. And I think you've watched it with me once before. Yeah, I'll like watch stuff like that. That's more of like a coming of age thriller. Like it's not necessarily in the horror genre, but we could put it in the scary movie context because there are very frightening scenes. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. But anyway, so I was watching Super 8 the other day. And so it gave me this idea for us to do a date like this. Um to do scary movie night with garlic salt popcorn specifically. So you're just going to make your popcorn like normal, but instead of putting, if you put tahini on it or just butter instead of that, throw some garlic salt on it and then mix it up. It is so good. Would you do like, would you drizzle like a little bit? Oh, you know what sounds good? Some olive oil. What about like truffle oil? With okay, a where bit do I even get? So- I don't know truffle oil. I don't, know. I don't even know. Do you I get that at the store? I would assume so. Anyway, um, garlic salt popcorn. I highly recommend it. Super easy. Probably already have all the ingredients for it. And then a nice cab wine that is our favorite, mm. and some blankets, or you can make a little fort and then be scared together. <laughs> and Ryan and I like to watch scary movies when it's not dark, so that we don't freak ourselves out mm. because okay yeah. the the negative sign the negative side of us loving scary movies is that we also are high anxiety t- type people i know why why would you <laughs> so torture it's like yourself the perfect storm and then you guys she's calling me <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> like or 11 terrified. o'clock at night like i can't sleep yeah, exactly. i have to take my cbd oil and like all of them like oh my god can you pray for me i know and then we like listen to horror podcasts yeah we you just guys freak, are terrible we freak ourselves out on a daily basis and i, love I don't want to hear it from you it anymore. gives me <laughs> a rush i don't i can't explain it, it gives me a rush anyway so yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. date night if you are into scary movies to do it up with some wine and popcorn and a little fort and <laughs> make it fun okay so mine is more of like a day date sort of a situation and Jed and I really like to do this when it starts to get a little bit cooler obviously not like freezing but to where the temperature is way more tolerable like oh in the 70s is like perfect a little bit of a breeze yeah that is the the environment that I'm looking for so what we really like to do is go on picnics 
So, you know, even if you like get a couple sandwiches from Best of Europe, you wow. can, you know, like get some chips, like yes. bring like an olive tapenade with some crackers, a little, I don't know, can you drink at parks? I mean, I have. I don't know if you should. <laughs> <laughs> We've brought like hard ciders. Double to check a park. that. Double check <laughs> before you go. If you can, yeah, bring like a little white wine or something, a Pinot Grigio. Oh, so good. So usually we like to do a picnic and then we play. We got into Frisbee like when we were dating. We haven't gone in so long, but it's I suck so bad, but it's so much fun. I don't care. <laughs> And I think it's just more funny, like, watching Jed having to, like, go run after my stray Frisbee throws. It's like... <laughs> Get a little workout in while yeah. you're at it. <laughs> Why not? But, yeah, that's that's our go-to. And then, obviously, like, date night's pretty That is a really fun fall typical. day. Or you can do an inside-your-house picnic. <laughs> Except for, please don't play Frisbee inside play your house. <laughs> <laughs> well, most people have backyards, Marcella. I think we're on in the minority of people that live in a concrete jungle. In California, no, I don't. I think guess so. that's true. <laughs> anyway, next next topic. Okay, our last recommendation for today is our favorite fall cocktail. So this I'm very excited about. So I made this for a friendsgiving, which we need to talk because we are keeping friendsgiving alive. <laughs> oh yeah, geez, we've done. I an haven't annual, even considered we've it. We've done an annual friendsgiving for the past three years. three years probably and usually i will do like traditional thanksgiving food and then we'll do like a fun cocktail so this is one of the cocktails that i made one year it is a spiked apple cider that you do in the slow cooker it is super easy and i've tried it and it is bomb it is is so bomb so good it's honestly it shouldn't be this easy to make it really shouldn't (laughs) because it was so good so all you need it's three ingredients half a gallon of apple cider, 12 ounces of Captain Morgan spiced rum, and eight ounces of caramel ice cream topping. So, you know, like the caramel syrup. Mm, yeah. You mix it all together in your crock pot, your slow cooker, and then you put it in, you cook it on low. I'm checking. Low. You cook it on low for three hours. So what I would do, if you're doing out a party or if you're just doing it for you and your boo thing, Make it, but like let it sit while you're having your dinner and everything mm. that way for dessert or it's ready to it's go. ready to roll. So it's so easy Yum. and it is so good. You could put a little whipped cream on top if you want. Oh <gasps> it's so good. Anyway, uh, what's I your should fall get cocktail? the ingredients to make that probably the next week or so. Okay. Yes. So mine is a pumpkin spice white Russian. I'm very into like vodka Kahlua cocktails. So is Jed, like we're definitely into that sort of thing. Um, So it's essentially like how you would make a regular white Russian, except for ex- instead of the heavy cream, you're going to use a, a pumpkin spice creamer instead, like, or you can use the the silk one that you were yes. talking about. That would be perfect if you want to do like a dairy-free option. So, and if you want to like make it a little bit more fancy, um, I saw this thing that somebody like rimmed the glass with caramel and then um, graham cracker. Oh, wow. Yeah, like crushed graham cracker. Oh, it looks so good. I'm going to have to make it soon. So you do like, um, like some Kahlua, some vodka. Obviously you can like, change up the recipe or you know look up a white russian um and then you do some pumpkin spice creamer inside of that and then you can do like a little bit of pumpkins pumpkin pie spice on top so sprinkle some of that and then like maybe a little cinnamon stick inside make it a little fancy 
even a little whipped cream like that would be good too so that sounds so good i know it wow really so much inspo today marcella i can't wait for it to get into the thick of i'm gonna fall. try everything that we recommended Me too. The next i'm inspired so i hope you guys had some uh, cozy inspired <laughs> vibes and we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back with this week's recommendation I don't know about you, but I'm always on the hunt for a convenient shopping experience. However, too much of the stuff we buy today is made without any thought of how it will affect our families and the world tomorrow. What if there was an all-around better way to shop, with the convenience that we all want and the confidence that everything is made, packaged, and shipped sustainably? Earth Hero is exactly that. Earth Hero is a one-stop shop for all your sustainable and eco-friendly products. They have so many products, ranging from beauty supplies, cleaning products, homeware, clothing, baby essentials, and so much more. Join us today on our sustainable journey by using promo code YOUNGANDWIFEDUP for 10% off your entire purchase. Make sure to click the Earth Hero link on our website at youngandwifedup.com to start shopping today. Okay, so for this week's recommendation, we decided to talk about our favorite Disney Pixar movies and just Very a, little, specific. a little disclaimer. <laughs> We both agreed that Ratatouille is by far the number one Top tier. for both of us. Top tier. But we decided that we didn't, you know, we wanted to have something a little bit different between the two of us. So this is the first, second best. <laughs> it's the second <laughs> in our, best. In our line. Okay, let me explain why I believe Ratatouille is the best Disney Pixar movie. Number one, the storyline. Phenomenal. Number two, the whole concept is amazing it's just crazy it's so creative it's so phenomenal and then third the music oh my god are you kidding it's me top tier i listen top to the rowdy tweet soundtrack Rat- Ratty to- Ratty to- <laughs> i listen to the ratty ratty tootie i listen to the ratatouille soundtrack oh just like on a normal day <laughs> just on a regular so regular day, day. It is so good. It is so I'm good. More so, okay. you have to agree, though. From a musician, I do, yeah. From the musician's no, perspective, amazing. it is top tier. It is truly top okay. tier. What yeah. is your second okay. favorite? Okay, so besides besides Ratatouille, my my favorite. I love watching this, and especially the second one that just came out, The Incredibles. Ah, really good. Just so much like nostalgia, like wrapped in that movie, and I don't know, like. It's so funny and like it definitely caters to like adults and children at the same time. I honestly, I don't think, think I would most... let my kids watch it. Like when I don't they think were I little, would let my kids but... watch any Disney movies at this point. That's true. They're pretty bad. To be I honest. think they're just. TBH. I think we should just not watch them until we're adults. <laughs> but, <laughs> we're gonna but, get in trouble. Yeah. But yeah. Whatever. If you're a kid watching this, you ask your parents. <laughs> but The Incredibles is just so phenomenal and. Uh, I don't know. It's like, if you haven't watched it, what's wrong with you? The, sto- <laughs> the storyline is really good, too. And it's, it's really, and really it's great. It's sad because yes. it's about, like, the demise of a marriage. And it's just like, wow. I'm like, if they just were saved. I know. And they got some counseling. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, like, I love the first one. The second one is, fun- like, you know, sometimes, like, the sequels are just kind of like, nah, like, oh, okay. Like, uh, they are both equally, like, Yes. Amazing. I, but in their totally own agree. different way. Yeah. I, you just have to watch them. Anyway, what's yours? Wally. I love Wally. Mm. And I was even talking to Ryan for at least 30 minutes on a mo- monologue about <laughs> the real life 
detrimental situations of Wally. <laughs> So, like this is our future. This is the it future could be of society. Our <laughs> no, so we don't change our. If ways. you haven't seen Wally, it's about this robot that's essentially a trash cuber because the Earth has been completely polluted by trash and junk that it just cohabits to make trash cubes. Anyway, so all of the rest of humanity is on a aircraft like spaceship, and they can't return unless they see signs of life. So. If you haven't watched it, it's so good. I hope a lot of people have watched it because it is really good. And there is almost no dialogue Mm. in the movie because it's mostly like robot sounds. But you can totally understand what's happening in the whole movie. And the music is really good. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like a common factor between all these movies is the scores are just phenomenal Mm -hmm. for all of them. And they're really like when you go into, especially when you go into like the Incredibles rides in Disneyland, like... You can literally feel like the music changes everything. And Mm. even like another thing is Monsters, Inc. I think that Disney Pixar movies specifically, like not just Disney, have very, very, very like like a a soundtrack that can stand on its own. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you, you know, exactly the scenes Mm -hmm. and the, anyway, we're going to just be nerds anyway. So sorry guys, you don't really care that much about the music (laughs) scores, but that's just where Marcel and I vibe. So Wally's really good. Um, It's a cute little robot love story and it's just a feel good Disney movie. And I watched it recently with my boy Nico that I take care of. And it just brought back all kinds of good feelings. So really cute. Anyway, thanks guys for listening today. Do you have anything else to add before we wrap up? Um, I like how we were talking about how this was going to be a shorter episode. And it's like going to be over 45 minutes. Probably. Sorry. Most likely. Whoops. But there's a lot of content for you guys. Yes. Do like a, do a two part for yourself. Like listen to half of it. Like at one if point. They've already come. Then the, they've already <clears throat> finished oh, it. Oh shoot. We should tell them that in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. Okay, guys. Um, check out the website. Everything yes. will be linked, and we will talk to you guys. Let next us know week. if you oh. do any of the recipes, yes. or if you watched any of the movies, or what your guys' fall inspired favorites are. Sounds good. Peace out. Bye.